Kevin, I'm sorry to call you. I know you're very busy and you're like on a business trip right now, right? Yeah, what's up? Well, I have news. I don't know if you heard. What? Chip and Joanna have announced that they're ending Fixer Upper. Oh my God, I actually saw an email today that said that, but it looked like spam, so I deleted it. In an emotional message to their fans, Chip and Joanna announced Tuesday their upcoming fifth season of Fixer Upper will be its last. Wow. While we are confident that this is the right choice for us, it has not been an easy one to come to terms with a couple rights. Our family has grown up alongside yours, and we have felt you rooting for us. How bittersweet to say goodbye to the very thing that introduced us all in the first place. Wow. So I don't want to not do the episode of Fixer Upper we'd plan. I don't see, why would you need to change it? There's nothing in there that says, like, oh, well, I can't wait for the next seven seasons. You're right, you're you right. You don't have to acknowledge it going out there. It doesn't ruin anything. When you get home tonight, you're going to need to provide some comfort. I will hold you tight. I will whisper in your ear. I will uh, stroke your hair. We'll get through this together, okay? All right, I appreciate it. Our, our relationship can withstand this. All right. And by the way, it just means that there's just more hours for me to watch Law and Order. <laughs> All right, babe. I love you. You're breaking up. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Is, is the mic on here? Okay, Your mic's yeah. on. No, we're good. This is totally fine. Okay. For the nice people out there in podcast land, would you like to introduce yourself, say who you are and what our relationship is? I am Henry Lavoie. Some of you might know me as very handsome line editor, Henry Lavoie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also known to some as Rebecca Lavoie's son. <laughs> so I'm just going to quiz you on your knowledge of HGTV shows. Yeah, sure. I'm curious to know how much of my constant watching of them has rubbed off on you as you've walked through you know, the kitchen to grab a glass of juice mm-hmm. or come through the living room listening to your little iPad Walkman thing. <laughs> So I'm just going to say the names of the shows, and I want you to describe them to me. All right, let's do this. Are you ready? Yep. Flea Market Flip. Two couples go to flea market, find old decrepit stuff, fix it, and then (laughs) try to sell it as less old decrepit (laughs) stuff. Love it or list it? Love it or list it is guy and girl take a couple's house. Guy takes them out to find three other <laughs> houses. Well, girl stays behind and pleases the wife by fixing up their old <laughs> house <laughs> and then proceeds to find some BS problem with the water heater <laughs> and has to ask for money. So it's pretty good. It's actually pretty accurate. Flip or flop? Uh, flip or flop is unhappily married couple. <laughs> Cancer guy and <laughs> fake lady. Fake lady, okay. They drag their daughter around and, you know, sledgehammer walls. And the wife comes in and inevitably, you know, modernizes or whatever she likes to do with the house. So. <laughs> okay. Property brothers. Two guys. Of the two, there's only one that ever actually seems to be on the screen, despite <laughs> the fact that... <laughs> They're the same people. Uh-huh. Not only are they identical twins, but yes. they definitely like take the identical twin facade to a whole new level. Okay. But of the two, there's only the one guy who ever seems to actually be getting done. Fixer upper. That's the same as cancer guy fake girl. No, it's not. No, it's not. 
How dare you say oh, it's the same? That's, <laughs> that's your, those are your people. That's Chip right there. Chip and who? Chip and Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's that show about? That's like your favorite couple going around doing your favorite thing right there. What's my favorite thing? Painting a room a <laughs> hundred times until it's the right shade of white. My name is Rebecca Lavoie, and this is HGTV and me. This episode, we're talking about Fixer Upper. Just go home, you need you some home. Hey there, how are you? It's Rebecca. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Um, I'm wondering if you can just tell me who you are. How do we know each other? Sure. I'm Teresa Kramer. I'm a writer and editor and gardener. Um, <laughs> and we know each other from the internet and, of course, from me stalking your other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you have, as I deduce from the initial very long email you sent me, <laughs> you have strongly held HGTV-related beliefs. So I'm mm-hmm. going to run down a few show titles for you. And I want to give me your um, free association. First thing that jumps to mind, your strongly held beliefs about that show. Okay. Great. Tiny House Hunters. Go. I love tiny houses. Um, I I want one so bad. Well, one, I kind of want one as an office. Mm -hmm. Like That makes sense. That's appropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So I've been having boiler problems at my actual normal sized house and it's just made me hate owning a home so bad and so I'm just like well if I get one that doesn't have running water I won't ever have to pay another plumber ever in my life the real problem is you can't put it in where am I supposed to put it what am I going to do move to a trailer park probably not so right right. yeah love it or list it it's basically just a show for hoarders if those people (laughs) would just like just clean up all their crap or get rid of like a couple of pairs of shoes like they wouldn't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars remodeling their homes Flip or flop? Those people are, I can't watch it. It gives me anxiety. They're terrible people. He's bad at his job and he's a bad husband. I can't watch it. (laughs) Property Brothers. I like Property Brothers, but I get the feeling sometimes that they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Like their houses always look the same and sometimes I just get bored by it. And the piece de resistance. Mm -hmm. Fixer Upper. Go. I mean, they're just the. I, I love them so much. Yes. I can't. I totally <laughs> forgive you for your tiny house bullshit. <laughs> One who doesn't want to be in their marriage. They're like the Coach Taylor and Tammy of Waco, Texas. <laughs> and then, but also, like their farmhouse is like I can't even deal with it. Every time I see it, I just like want to show up on their front lawn and ask them to adopt me. Now, the thing that I love about Fixer Upper, I love the chemistry between the two of them. I don't know if it's reflective of their real life relationship. I don't know if he is as relentlessly corny all the time in real life as he is on the show. I don't care. I don't care. They're very good at TV. They're just good at it. Right. Yeah. And you compare them to anybody else doing any other one of these shows and they are just better at it. They are good at talking to the camera. Josh and Jill are looking to be in the Wooded Acres area. They really love the established neighborhood. They love the trees. They're good Mm -hmm. at talking to each other and faking having a real conversation in front of the camera. How nice does that look? Do you know what's going up there? Reclaimed wood. Guess what's going here? Reclaimed wood. Guess what's going on the fireplace? Babe, who in the heck is going to do all this? 
You cutie pie. <laughs> They're good at those probably fake phone calls they make to clients, giving them, quote, bad news. Hello. Hi, Jill. We are demoing your house, but we've run into a problem with the terrazzo floors. They're good at it. It feels real. I don't know. I just think that they are better at their jobs than anyone else doing any of these shows. I also think the producers did a really good job of figuring out what was good about them because I think if you watch like the first season, you know, Chip's kind of corny and Joanna just seems sort of flustered and annoyed by him sometimes. And so for the first season, I was kind of like, does she hate him a little bit? I don't know what's (laughs) happening here. But then I think that the producers started, I mean, they're talking to the camera. It looks like the outtakes of another show right because right? right. it's, it's always him fixing his hair or them talking over each other the, the outside of the house looks very neutral there's nothing offensive about it it's a really clean oh gosh maybe i had to get that out i couldn't hold that in for even one more second you know are you feeling tired you know the producers figured out like this is what people like about these guys and they just rolled with it instead of trying to make it like a perfect tidy package. One of the things that's super interesting to me about this show is what they don't include about lifestyles of Waco, Texas. And, um, (laughs) you know, they are very light on anything that would give Chip and Joanna baggage. You remember a few months ago when that there was that weird controversy that is actually a media story that caused controversy because it was stupid that pointed to the church they belonged to and said that that church was anti-gay. And then people were like, Chip and Joanna have never said anything about this. And then HGTV was like, we don't include religion in the show, guys. Like, what are you talking about? How is this relevant? Yes, I've been thinking about that over the past few days a lot because I was like, do I care? Do I not care? And I was like, one, I don't think they're homophobes. Like, I just don't think that that's the truth. And like, lots of people belong to churches that don't 100% agree with them. I mean, any Catholic basically is probably not on board 100% with what their church believes. So I'm just like, I just don't really care. They're sort of doing something good for Waco, right? right? I mean, before this, I was like, it was like the Branch Davidians were what I thought right. of when I thought of Waco, Texas. And they're like, completely revamp it not just homes like they've bought that the silo thing which when you first saw that weren't you like there's no way they're going to make that into a usable thing that is like a disgusting brownfield site and now it's like amazing (laughs) yeah it was a and it was just i mean the scale of work was like epic it was like and who knows maybe they have tons of investors i have no idea i mean if i was living in waco i'd be giving them money to do things right listen to what you just said If I was living in Waco, would you ever, (laughs) ever have said that before this show came into your life? Oh, my God. My boyfriend has been looking at grad schools and I was like, could you maybe apply to Baylor so we (laughs) move to Waco? You know, I love Baylor University. Just right when you pull into town and you see this just stately presence, something about the classic brick that they have. It's just a beautiful campus. It's an amazing school. It's part of the heartbeat of our city. Waco is just a great One of the things that really sticks out about Fixer Upper to me is that You talk to anybody who loves the show, they have favorite houses. Do you have like a favorite fixer-upper reno? Well, one, she has a very distinct style, right? So like, I mean, you might like an individual house or property, but so many of them look very similar on the inside. But there have been a couple where like 
you know, the people who were buying the house were just like, we're not really into what you do. Like, <laughs> and, and into everything being covered with old wood. <laughs> yes. We don't want just old farm equipment in the middle of our living room. And so even though it's not really my style, there was one where they did like a sort of mid-century modern house. That's and my I favorite just... reno. That's my favorite yeah. one. Hey, Miss Farm and Ranch. Uh, Almanac. <laughs> How are you going to do this mid-mod deal? Does this give you any reservation whatsoever? This will be my first, Jill. So this is exciting. I have all faith that you can work it out and make Jill. it great. I don't think you can do it. Right, because it's just, it's forcing her to do something different and she did it well. You know, uh, you still really liked it. Yeah, I really liked that house. And if I remember correctly, they had like a crazy wall of windows with a nice view and the whole thing. My favorite part of that episode was when Joanna had the plan to hang the bar across the wall of windows and Chip was not, he didn't like it. He was like, but then there's window underneath the bar top. Yeah, it's just a floating bar top, bar stools underneath. What if we did a little bit lower, like right here and then have it be just part of the natural scene? Yeah, I'll think about it. You promise? Nope. It's too low. Trust your wife. I get what you're trying to accomplish, but it seems like you should pick the natural break in the in between the two windows. Right. If it doesn't look right, we don't do it. But I think it's going to be cute. Yeah. And that was the moment. She was just like, we're doing it. This is the plan. We're just going to do it. And yeah. I realized he says yes to her 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yes, he definitely does. But she also and I can't tell how much of this is real or not, but he is constantly bringing home like animals that she doesn't seem to know about. And she says yes to him 100 percent of the time. I think since you were a kid watching your granddad out on his ranch, your dream has always been to live it out on the farm, be a rancher, farmer, cowboy, whatever that is. But you like to work with your hands and you like animals, especially the stinky animals. The nice thing about them is that they actually seem like equals, right? Like they both get like I just watched one where they it was like the most eligible bachelor in Waco. Oh, the hot guy with leather couches and she had to repaint the table at the last minute. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And who who's like 37. But I was like, he just got out of college. That guy looks so good. Like what's going on? But. You know, they put the basketball court and the volleyball court in his backyard without asking Joanna. David's dad and David's friends wanted to really put something together. They all chipped in a few bucks. They really wanted this to be a special thing. And I was very hopeful that I could get this completely finished before Joe found out about it. She was just like, oh, no, it's awesome. Maybe that's fine, but I don't know why you wouldn't tell me about that. And Chip was, like, frightened because apparently she yelled at him about fire pit once. Remember how that one time I built that fire pit and you were like, Nothing comes on my project without my direct authorization. Remember? And then I was like, okay, never again. No, not when it comes to a sports court in a bachelor's backyard. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) They honestly work well together. Like, I look at them and I think, wow, these people really lucked out. Like, their skill sets match up in a way and their personalities match up in a way that you're just like, I can't believe. If someone wrote about these two, you wouldn't believe it because, like, it's just so amazing that they've created this little mini empire out of nothing. So Chip and Joanna, relationship goals for you? Absolutely minus all those kids. Like, I mean, the kids are adorable, <laughs> but I, there's no way I'm giving birth that many times. <laughs> like, like, yes, very much so. But sort of in the vein of what we were talking about with like their weird church stuff, 
I noticed recently that like the girls were having sewing lessons and the, you know, the boys are out at football practice. Right. Like, Helping dad yeah. chop down trees. Exactly. I'm like, uh, get your girls out there to chop something down too. What is happening? I, I mean, and for all I know, the girls are not interested whatsoever and that's fine too. But like, I, I do find myself wondering if they're sticking a little too closely to their gender roles in that family. <laughs> but I'm like, but so what? If it works for them, that's fine. And they clearly love each other. So whatever. She just bought her daughters an amazing little baking set. Oh, yeah. And I love them so much <laughs> that I, I barely even noticed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, testing, one, two, three. One, two, three. I would say, I don't know if you agree with me that as far as Chip and Joanna Gaines are concerned, pretty much everything they've touched so far, like in the public sphere, has felt and looked pretty golden as compared to other shows like theirs, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they've given them the key to the city and everything, right? <laughs> yes, but can I just show you something I found on you on YouTube that yeah, surprised yeah. me a little bit? Okay. Credit was tight for us when the economy went south. We buy, renovate, and sell homes. We need loans in order to operate. Despite our proven track record, banks stopped lending. Wait, this is we a commercial a for a bank. It's a, like a local commercial for a Texas bank. David Littlewood. This has to be pre to them being superstars, right? Our long-term goal. And now we Magnolia have Villas. Did you see that? that we can count on. And Did you see that? Uh, yes. Led to a television <laughs> show based on what we do. Thank you As if the people there didn't know. You right. are our bank for life. Thanks to my internet friend turned real life friend, Teresa. And my husband, a.k.a. HGTV hostage, Kevin Flynn. Coming up, my friend Patrick and his husband, Steve, try to watch an episode of Fixer Upper. And it all goes really, really wrong. Okay, we are recording the, what is it called? Little Shack on the Prairie. <laughs> Little Shack on the Prairie. Dream big, you guys. This is all very Texas. Marrying your two styles. You're going to have a design meeting with I just want to French braid Joanna's hair. <laughs> Chip. Oh, God. <sighs> Straight, guys. Just let her do her thing. Right. She's clearly the boss. <laughs> Now's the point where we humor the man. <laughs> and in eight years, he becomes president. <laughs> I mean, look at him. disturbing when you walk in and Joe's having a freaking secret design meeting on the back patio. I mean, he's horrifying on the eyes. That hurts. You know, you come out and you're like, hey... What are you doing it's like with a CBS uh, sitcom? His like man ego has been bruised because the brilliant women were in the backyard planning the dining room. Page. I just want her to start getting these designs finalized so we can move forward. Fair enough. All right. So oh, he's the worst. Mm. You're still standing while you're just 
Hello. I will always answer the phone when you call favorite podcaster, Rebecca Lavoy. Well, I'm glad because we really need to talk. <laughs> Please. I heard you listening to an episode of Fixer Upper with your wonderful husband, Steve. <laughs> yep. I don't want to be a downer, but um, we need to talk because I'm not sure that yeah. this friendship actually has legs oh, and no. it's going to last. Okay, okay, please, let's hash this out. I feel like you know why I'm calling. Well, I feel like... Wait. We, okay, go ahead. We're going to have a chippervention right now. <laughs> what right. the hell is your problem with Chip? Why don't you like him? Tell me, go. Okay, we don't know this show very well. So we're, we are basing our judgment on one episode. It just seemed to me that... A, Joanna rocks the meanest side pony I've ever seen. That's true. B, I don't love a man breaking up or being upset or offended by two brilliant women at the design meeting without him. C, I don't love a guy who puts an actual mirror on a chain around his <laughs> neck and then walks around on bubble wrap. Okay. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and C, it really feels like Joanna did all the work and Tip was trying to at least take half the credit. You got to do something for me because I really want this friendship to be salvaged. <laughs> um, I need you to go through the steps. And step one is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> but I'll mm -hmm. just tell you this. Like, when okay. I look at TV marriages, okay, obviously uh -huh. they run the gambit. We had Chris and Bruce, and we all know what happened with that one. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> we had Tarek and Christina from Flipper Flop, and we all know what happened with that one. Uh -huh. And then we have Chip and Joanna, and it is in a different league. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm married to a guy who loves dad jokes. Maybe it's because <laughs> I'm married to a guy who would put a mirror on a chain around his neck and not do much to actually help. <laughs> but do me a uh -huh. favor. Give Chip mm -hmm. another chance. Could you do that for me, please? I will. Let me just say, so I'm a gay man raised by lesbians. <laughs> so I am always drawn to, like, smart, brilliant, outspoken women. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, it really seemed in this episode where he was being kept around because they really wanted Joanna to keep making the show and they were afraid if they fired him completely that she would just quit too. Like, this episode, he didn't do anything. What is his job? What does he do? I feel like you didn't watch the whole episode. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Because he does a lot. I only got 22 minutes of tape and this is an hour show. Oh, then we must have watched a shortened episode because our episode was only 22 minutes. <laughs> Did we you... see an abridged version? You missed all the chip parts. I swear to God, you missed all the chip parts. Okay, well, this makes so much sense because literally I was like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. What, like, if you saw what I saw and saw where it ended... And it's not like we blanketly hate straight guys. We love guys. It was just, this guy was so weird. You know what you got? You got Chip without context. <laughs> that's what you got. Please tell me that that's what you're going to call this episode of the podcast. Chip without context. <laughs> All right. We're doing it. We'll send you tape. So, Molly. Yes. 
You're one of my BFFs. Yes. You also watch Fixer Upper. I love Fixer Upper. <laughs> what do you love about it? It's the only thing I can think of that makes me want to move to Waco. Like I <laughs> I want to move there. I want to like eat at the Magnolia Bakery. Mm-hmm. I want to buy some goats. I want to shop at the farm. Mm-hmm. I want my husband to be best friends with Chip so he comes and puts in our air conditioner. Like I want the whole Magnolia lifestyle. Uh, you like Chip? I do like Chip. Mm-hmm. I like Chip, and I know he's a little controversial because he— Oh, not to me. (laughs) I know he seems like kind of a dumbass. You know who—I don't know. This is kind of off. So my father's like literally the world's most congenial person. He hates Chip. There's something wrong with your dad. He hates Chip. He loves everyone. He could get along with anybody. What is about Chip? He thinks that he's kind of play-acting at being a dumbass, and he thinks he married someone way out of his league. Well, Joanna is way out of— everybody's league yeah she's ridiculous (laughs) she's perfect and i just love it i i want the whole lifestyle like i want to i think for this show we are probably going to need to go and rent their little house that they have on airbnb there's so many of their houses on airbnb that people have like now put up because maybe they don't want people driving by them anymore but they actually have one that they own and that they run did you see the episode where like the innkeepers they were renovating that little cottage I didn't know that was a job. I could move to Waco and be the innkeepers. Yes, yes. So um, do you have a favorite fixer up Renna? I actually want to live in Chip and Joanna's house. Really? Yeah. Why? I, because I love that they're out in the farm in the country. I love what they did with the little like coffee bar and their kids' rooms. I have to admit that I don't know that it's super livable. Like, yeah. There is no television in the house. No, they like, don't have a TV. They don't have a TV. And that wouldn't really work for my family. They're on a TV show. Like, if they don't have a TV, they probably <laughs> also do not have an Xbox. And so the children in my house are not happy with that. But I love their farmhouse. I love their farmhouse, too. I love how she uses it as a showroom. Yes. And I love how she's always trying to convince people to get those stupid stainless steel countertop. She's like, look how scratched and horrible mine look. That's just the way they are. That's like the one yeah. choice. That, I get it. It's practical and it's cool. But like... The way she sells it, it is not exactly the way I would Well, sell. and I will say, like, my one annoyance with Fixer Upper and my one design quibble with her is there are just way too many words on walls mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah. And I... Too many messages? Too many uplifting messages? Too many messages. messages and too many, like, sort of Bible posts. Are you talking about, like, Ray Dawn who makes those signs? You're not a fan? Well, <laughs> I have some of those signs in my house. I've been given those signs as gifts, and I will put them up, but... If you were here in New England and you walked into someone's house and the first thing you saw was some big Bible verse on the wall, it sends a message that, you know, maybe is not the right message for everyone. Yeah, but this is Waco, Texas. Right. And I also think it's odd to have just coffee, eat. What does she have? Grocery or superette? <laughs> like, no, it's your kitchen. Like, get a nice oil painting. You don't have like, to be so literal. Right. You think it's a little too literal. I, I wish they would do a little more with... Like, I think those houses would look great with some awesome local contemporary art from Waco, a colorful, something to play off of the white shiplap walls, and a lot less galvanized metal letter S's. Do you think Joanna is better at stretching a dollar than everybody else? And why? If so, do you think that? I think Joanna, like, she walks into that junk shop she likes to go to. And she'll pick up like a creepy old <laughs> doll hand and be like, hey, I'm going to make something with this. And I'm like, oh, gross. <laughs> and lo and behold, like there it is, like creepy old doll hand holding a stock of peonies on the table looking amazing. Like weird. Yeah, she does stretch a dollar. She does. Right. I also feel like to go back to 
like love it or list it. If they had Chip as their contractor, they would not have problems because he's <laughs> like, oh, your water heater exploded. Your wiring's from 1940. It's no big deal. I'm going to like rip that out, fix it. Yeah. My team of workers is going to come in here and we're going to be done with this. It's like 2000 bucks. I do think it makes a huge difference on Fixer Upper that Chip is actually doing so much of the work. He does a ton of the work. And he loves her and he will do anything she wants him to do. Yes. And I actually love even the little trope of them bringing in their children at the end, which I'm sure at the end of her work day. Because their kids paid, right? Right. Like it, the right? Last, You're a lawyer. You know. I know the kids they're, are paid. They're <laughs> paid for those appearances. They've got to be. They have agents. They're all adorable, like little mixes of Chip and Joe. But if you think about your work day, what do you need to help you at the end of your workday? Do you need your six-year-old to come in and like put his mark on your podcast? No. Probably not. I need dogs and a stiff drink. Exactly. <laughs> and so if I'm Joanna and I've spent all day like moving bookshelves and kind of staging things, the last thing I want is Chip to show up with a pizza and my four children <laughs> who've been like playing with goats on the farm all day. I'd be like, get the hell out of here, muddy boots and footprints. But she seems to like it. No, she loves it. And she's like good with her kids. I, maybe she's like slapping them around off camera, but it, she's good with them on the show. So basically what I'm hearing you say is the same thing I feel, which is that when I think about Chip and Joanna and Fixer Upper, but especially when I think about Joanna, like I'm just really, really jealous in every yes. conceivable way. I can't believe the life that she's made for herself, which clearly, I think I don't know, to get off on a little feminist bent here. One of the hardest things about being a woman who works is being a woman who works. Like you're trying to be a mom and you're trying to be a wife. And she has managed to be a wife and a businesswoman and an entrepreneur and a professional. And she seems to handle it all so gracefully. And even the times where it seems to be stressing her out on camera, she just has faith that her husband is going to come through for her. And he does. Yeah, he kind of does. And she has faith that her kids Kids are not going to come in and like wreck and everything. Be assholes, and they don't. Like you know, she just pulled it together. There was that one time where her kids came in, and she had that. By the way, one of the best ideas I've ever seen on the show, and I'm kicking myself because my kids are too old to appreciate this now, is when she did the Lego wall in that little boy's room. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then, and like her kid came in, and she was like, "Why don't you do a little Lego build of that looks like this house?" And the kid, her kid did a job so she took it down and redid it i know and legos have always been like my i can't do a lego to save my life so i'd be like oh god she can do legos too are you kidding me right but that was the one time where it just showed a little bit yeah that she's not necessarily like yeah oh my kids are perfect she's like no that suck that you guys did well, that and, and i even like the fixer upper outtakes that they do mm-hmm. like every once in a while you can tell she's like a little done with chip goofing around yeah I do think it probably would get annoying if every single time you came home, your husband had bought like a new goat or a donkey. Like, <laughs> An animal hoarder. A, 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 like enough with that. But they do have to have help, right? They have Shorty. They have Shorty. It can't just be oh, like her mom. How can we not remember the furniture guy? The guy who like makes awesome furniture yep. out of old Cliff, gross uh, barnwood. Clint. Clint. Clint Harp. Yes. Clint. And she just draws something on a scrap of paper, and he's like, yeah, totally yeah, got you it. You can buy his stuff online. Like, he's got a business. Yeah. Harp Design. You can like buy his stuff. Right, but I can't draw a kick-ass table on a sticky <laughs> note and have it like fit perfectly in the kitchen I'm renovating. She has employed a lot of people in Waco and given them stuff to do. She has a line of paint. Like, come on. Everything. I have to go to Magnolia. I, I have no desire ever to go to Waco. I always thought it was like the Branch Davidians, but honestly, we need a road trip. We're going to Waco. Let's do it. You've got to have other people who are fun that you like Let's to talk to. Let's do it. I will do a Waco road trip with you. Maybe not a road trip. Maybe a fly and drive It's got to be flying. Let's commit. Let's do it. We'll do it. We're going to Waco. Going to Waco.
So you know how I um I had to do a chip prevention with Patrick. Right. I love Chip uh-huh. unabashedly. Uh huh. I don't know how I feel about him when I watch these blooper reels. I don't know how Joanna does it. I'm going to be totally honest with you. You want to see what I'm talking about? Uh, now, now I'm intrigued. This this house has a real '80s feel about it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> He's making a joke with a tape measure. Yeah. That's actually Probably funny. Get a compliment me, and then you blow it. Quit, babe. Well, don't do that. You're We're supposed trying to, to be. At it. Trying to be professional, golly, I'm, I'm scared to death of bees. I do I would not like. I hate you know, when to I be a PA on the show. Crazy. Why is that? When I walked in I earlier, Whitney because it's like 180 and degrees, and right? Yeah. Maybe I'm like child. holding like a boom stand, and I'm sweating my b's off, and I'm just like, can we just do this stand up so I can go home? And Chip just cannot stop. Yeah. Do you think he's mugging, or do you think he's like this all the time? Even like no, I bet he's like this all the time. And she's he lives. He lives to make her laugh, which is really sweet. You know, five to two guys. Here, just. For reference, take Chip, Chip just went to the and imagine this show. Yeah. Chip and Kate plus eight. <laughs> How long until Chip is buried in a shallow grave? So you think she's that patient? Yeah, well, she gets him. I think the biggest deal was I had something in my mind and I couldn't get it out. Um, it wasn't looking like, like the way I had it. That happens a lot with my bowels. <laughs> You know, sometimes <laughs> you really have got something and you just can't. But I mean, you see why I say I he's like you? Like you got a bit yes. Except he's handy. Except the word. <laughs> I have no earthly idea what you just said. Who was that talking off camera just then? Uh, it was probably some producer who's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Do you think he's smart? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I go back and forth. Oh. was, as I like to put it, eating from a silver spoon. But Daddy was working. That's what I did during college. Listen to this. It's going to shock you. A texture hopper and the slot machines on the weekends (laughs) because I was always hoping to make a modest living during the week, and then I was looking to hit the jackpot during the weekends, and that's what got me through college. And And that's why I had to go to a bank. (laughs) All right, let's just stop this. I just want to ask you one thing because I feel like when we have – had the opportunity to like talk to people who are interested in like developing one of our books into a thing or whatever. One of my go-to lines, people say like, describe you and Kevin. And I always say what? Uh, we're the Chip and Joanna of true crime. <laughs> I feel like I want us to be. Well, it's a little harder for me to be like standing over dead body and be like, whoa, uh, look at them flies. <laughs> Reminds me of the time you made that shoe fly pie. It's true. It's true. But he is... Speaking of constipated, <laughs> look, it won't be coming out of that guy. Breath. Breath. <laughs> <laughs> but you are as relentlessly goofy sometimes as he is. Mm-hmm. And I have to like have safe words with you where I'm just like, <laughs> you need to stop. You need mm-hmm. to stop. Right? Yeah. Do you think she ever does that with him? Mm-hmm. Or do you think... Stop it. It's ser- like... <laughs> This is going to turn into a slap fight. This is why we're not the Chip and Joanna Gaines. Back off, ladies. He's all mine. And if you're a real Fixer Upper fan, you may have figured out what it took me a little while to figure out, which was that Patrick and Steve weren't actually watching that episode, Little Shack on the Prairie of Fixer Upper. They were watching the spinoff show, Behind the Design, which, of course, pretty much only features Joanna Gaines. 
So coming up, Chip gets a second chance when Patrick and Steve watch the actual Fixer Upper episode, Little Shack on the Prairie. All right, here we go. Yeah, that's a lot. He's barking. Chip is barking. It's going great, Rebecca. Okay, girls, so tell me, how do you want to do the chickens? You want to sell them in a little group, or you want to try to sell them individual? Hey, guys. In a group? She's rocking that side pony. You get it, girl. So the Matsumotos are just a great couple. What I love about this whole thing is that Michael is our producer on our show, they moved here from L.A., and they're looking for some land in the country. Okay. Can you imagine moving from L.A. to Waco? I cannot imagine making that move. Come help me get these eggs. Okay, Ella, do we need to change out this water? Girls, get back to the kitchen. See all the fish? <laughs> I'm Michael. This is my wife, Jessie. We are the Matsumotos. We just moved to The Matsumotos are adorable. We want our daughter especially, who's never known a yard, to have a yard. To be a kid. Oh my god, they're almost crying about their children, and now so am I crying about their children. It's like a Sally's Brothers commercial. <laughs> She's never had a yard. Michael and Jesse are coming from LA. Los Angeles. And they California. want Crawford, Texas. <laughs> Thanks, Chip. Middle America, that stands for Los Angeles, California. Not Louisiana, y'all. And our all in budget is $250,000. Wait, $250,000 in Crawford, Texas? Don't you become the mayor of Crawford, Texas then? <laughs> the emperor. Does this freak you out, Jesse? I'm half on board. Half on board. Jesse's like, get me back to a city with diversity. Right now, including the full 20 acres, it's only listed at 220 grand. Patrick, how many acres can you get in New York City for 220 grand? <laughs> that gets you a hallway. How many acres are in a hallway? That can't be it. No. You call that. That's a murder house, guys. That's a murder house. Let's go see what they have to say. Okay. I love the horror movie music underneath. Chip. Yo. I don't know if this is going to speak their language. This is crazy. We'll take it. We'll take it. All right. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm glad The New Yorker in me is like, I can make this work. No, I screwed Teamwork up. makes the dream work. Let's go. I'm going to put that up on the wall, Joanna. I'm, I'm going to make this I, happen. I'm on board. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. Poor people from LA that are like, we have to say good things. We'll get fired. We have no jobs. They're bosses. They're like, okay, we moved here. You're going to put us up in this deliverance shack. Uh... I guess this is what we signed up for. Times are really rough in L.A., so... Where do you stand, Jesse and I, I feel like, are, are clearly in opposition to this, right? I feel like I've been in worse houses. When? When were you in a worse house, Jesse? When? Do you have a secret crack pass that we don't know about? Did you live under an overpass? This thing is 675 square feet. And here's the cool part. It comes with an acre of land built in 1916. And they're only asking 12,500 I'm not bucks entertaining the idea that this any of this shack remains. Like, there's no foundation. This is just a thing you knock over. Look at that cannonball hole through the window. Right. They're pretending that they're going to redo this house. They're just going to knock this down. Okay, we're back with the shack. Once you go shack, you never go back. <laughs> And be careful. This is a hundred-year-old shack. All down. So when you're demoing in here, this isn't like a normal house. So be smart. You know what I mean? I it love that moves. Joanna is in charge and has to remind Chip to be smart. Right. Has to remind him not to be a five-year-old. Hey guys. Hey Joe. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. How are you feeling about everything? I'm nervous. Joanna, don't open with that. Jesse is not having it. 
this Patrick, is I see it. you looking at the shirtless um, roof carpenter. Can't help it. Yeah, I see you. Later. We've already shored up the original 100-year-old foundation, but today we're installing the new foundation for these new bedrooms that we're going to need. And we Look, Chip said a whole sentence that made sense. I love you, babe. Love you, too. See ya. Aw, she loves her little man baby. <laughs> This is an actual blacksmith. What's happening? Going. What are you doing? I'm making an axe head here. Holy cow. This is so Brooklyn, I can't even handle it. (laughs) You feel good about it? I feel great about the top. I mean, the waterfall edge that you came up with, that was brilliant, I'll give you that. But that was not the easiest thing in the world. It was a doozy? Yeah, a doozy. But is it done? It's done. It was hard, right, but you finished it? I'm so smart because I can deal with concrete. You take those pretty little hand model fingers and go put some books the wrong way on the shelf. Rebecca's going to be so mad. This is going to be a pretty amazing reveal. It's like a, it's a brand new home. Michael, why are you nervous, man? <laughs> because I'm on this side. I'm so excited. Ready. All right, let's do this, babe. Michael and Jesse, holy smokes. Are you ready to check out go. your fixer reveal. upper? Yes. Yes. All right, let's see it. <laughs> oh my god Look at that porch So you can sit on the porch and look at the other shacks <laughs> Metal roof New landscape, new grass Oh, it's so beautiful This is the shack This, this, is, the shack. this is the shack No, it's not <laughs> It's just we knocked it down and built a new thing Right Are you ready to go see your room? Let's go Oh, you. he Show wants us. to see his room his room is pretty badass. That corrugated Chipotle Wayne's Scotting, he is going to find a branch and run circles around that room at 3 a.m. I always want to say thank you so much for this. I mean, this means more to my family than I think I could ever express to you guys. It really does. Um, and I'm really glad that we added that extra bedroom. Yeah. Because, Jesse. Well, we're pregnant. <gasps> oh, yay, Jesse! What? No. We're having twins. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yay. We're having twins. We're having Michael. Twins. Okay, so how did all this, hey, not how, how did it happen? Hey, yeah, Joanna, it's a lot to explain. Hey, now I'm not going to let Michael beat me. I'm telling you that. Okay, fine. If you want another kid, hey, done, done. Let's go get twins. Let's do triplets. <laughs> Tripl- to triplet. Triplets. <laughs> 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 Can you hear in my tone that I'm already nervous? Don't be nervous. It's okay. (laughs) And here's why. You owed me one. I did? Do you remember when I told you how annoyed I get when people who've seen Hamilton, all they talk about is Hamilton? (laughs) And you were like, you just don't get it. It makes you into the kind of person who like wants to talk about it all the time. And I was like, Mm -hmm. it's still really annoying, Patrick. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I stand, I stand by it. But I'm, I, I'm curious to know what you see in the man. I get it. Listen, I'm not sure how I felt about Chip after I watched one episode of Fixer Uppers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with acquired taste. But <laughs> I will be open to the idea that if and when I see Hamilton, I'll want to talk about it for like a, a two weeks or a month or more. 
if you will be open to the idea of not avoiding fixer-upper because you think you don't like Chip. Because I really do think he'd grow on you after a while. I do. I believe well, it in my heart. I have to say, like, I have a special place in my heart for, like, goofy straight guys. Those are my people. So I don't, I don't really know what it is about this guy that I've just not been into. He just seems kind of like a dummy. I'm not 100% sure he's not a dummy. I'll be honest. <laughs> but I got to tell you, like, a stamp of approval from you is good enough for me. That's all I needed to hear, really. It really is. <laughs> all right. I guess we're done. So, Kevin, what did we learn today? About uh, Chip and Joanna? About Fixer Upper, yeah. That you can take a gruesome doll hand and make a vase <laughs> out of it? Yeah, we learned that. What else did we learn? That the gays don't like Chip. <laughs> well, our gays don't. Our gays, yeah. Yeah, don't yeah like no, but how do you feel about Chip after hearing this whole episode? I still think he does a good job, and yeah, he's a big ham. Like I said, I, I think we're simpatico. Yeah. I think the two of us, if we went out for a beer, it'd be very funny. You know what else I learned? What? I am the kind of person who talks about Hamilton after I see Hamilton. Because thanks to Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. He hooked us up with tickets to Hamilton! <laughs> so what, now we have to go to take him to Waco? What's What do we do now? What, how do we... We got to take him to the silos. Oh, shoot. Book that plane ticket. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Kevin. I guess we'll talk next time. You bet. You know what we're talking about next time? No, what are we talking about? Love it. Or listed. listed. Our favorite Canadians. Special thanks for this episode go to Teresa Kramer, Molly McCain, Patrick Hines, and Steve Tipton, the very handsome Henry Lavoie, Kevin Flynn, and of course, the magnificent Chip and Joanna Gaines. Follow us on Twitter at HGTV Podcast or follow me at Reb Lavoie. You can also visit our website, HGTVPodcast.com. Or find us on Facebook where you can talk about the show with other fans. Is there something you want to talk about for this podcast? Call our podcast hotline. Look in the show notes to get that number. Give me a call. Who knows? I may call you back. Talk to you next time. Is in, in Prime, Prime Media. Media.